0: On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Hour two on
2: a Friday. Starting to wind things down for the week, but we'll keep it turned up to 10 here. As we always do, we're coming in hot for 60 more minutes. Coming at you, Austin Norman, Eric Strickle on 93.7 The Ticket. Theticketfm.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter. Allo Channel 951, all there for you, as is the sponsor of our show, Strick, all weekend.
3: Yes, yes, yes. All weekend. And it's going to be a great one. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Look forward to it. Let's go.
2: Get yourself to Mary Ellen's at some point this weekend. Get yourself out there. Say hi to Charles, uh, the whole crew, Southern Sweet Heat Wings. Again, oh, man, silver by medalist today. finisher.
3: I need to stop by there Elite. today. I need to call them as soon as the show's over and just go out there and pick up a a nice round of some wings and take them on home. I think I'm going to do that.
0: Yeah.
2: Heck yes. Do that. Uh, 402-464-5685, the Sarder-Haman uh, text line, Honda of Lincoln Hotline. We need you to throw your guesses out there to this question. Who did ESPN say was among its top 50 newcomers for the 2023 college football season from Nebraska? One player on the list for the Huskers as a newcomer to the team. Again, this can be either a transfer or, or a freshman, their first year on Nebraska's team, who does ESPN have in the top 50 of impact uh, newcomers for Nebraska? Let us know, 402-464-5685, who you think that is, and we'll get to that in just a little while. But Strick, I want to dive into this list of newcomers. Um, I was interested in it just to see who ESPN had on there, but as I went through it, I noticed a lot, a lot, a lot of players that Nebraska – We'll be playing against uh, this coming fall, so we'll work from the bottom up uh, the the least impactful to maybe the most uh, number forty six is Dylan Edwards, a running back from Colorado, uh, ranked one hundred and fortieth in the uh, high school class last year was initially committed to Notre dame um, he's a running back, but flips to Colorado Coach prime wins, wins him over. Uh, the reason he's so low according to ESPN is because Colorado brought in a couple transfer running backs already, but as a freshman with a new staff, anything's possible, right? Mm -hmm. You're talented enough. You pick up the playbook fast enough. You can get on the field. What do you think Colorado's strength is going to be? Are they going to have a running game? Do you think they're going to air it out with the quarterback and receivers they have? What's your read on what Coach Prime wants to do at Colorado?
3: Um, Shador Sanders is... um, I don't care where you play. If you have a completion... You know percentage of seventies up in the closest seventy percent mm-hmm. and seventy percent you 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 have a good accurate arm mm-hmm. yes, some of the talent is going to be much better at uh the power five level you're gonna see that but if if you have that kind of processing abilities, you're still gonna make plays, right mm-hmm. so they're gonna be a good mix i think a good balance of um running and passing just for stability purposes mm-hmm. just so that it takes pressure off of the young man so I think you're going to see a pretty good balance you you probably could see 55 45 type of a ratio potentially with them
2: I'm curious to see what it is Dion Sanders is as a head coach at the power five level because I think we often strict throw head coaches into three buckets you have your offensive head coaches you have your defensive head coaches and then you have your CEO head coaches, mm-hmm. right? The ones that really trust their coordinators. We don't know a lot about what Dion wants to do because we can't really put him in either the offensive or the defensive buckets, right? When we talk about Deion Sanders in Colorado, we don't talk about his football acumen or his plan. We think about the brand, the pizzazz, the pop, the transfer portal. So to me, Deion Sanders is a clean slate. A lot to prove at the Power 5 level, but I think there's some element of... Keep teams guessing because you can't say, oh, Deion's going to spend all his time with the defense. He's going to focus on the DBs. I just don't know what to make of Deion Sanders as a head coach. Where to put him yet?
3: Um, I, think, I think in knowing him and getting a chance to watch and observe and some, some things, they do a good job in there. They don't show you everything, but they do a good job. And mm-hmm. he's, he's, um, he's great at pouring into – getting the most out of motivating and speaking life to conceptual thoughts that are team oriented, Mm -hmm. but being able to get you, he's, 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 he's capable of telling and selling a story that you can see conceptualize. And then if you're not operating from the conception that has been, you know, that you're able to picture of what he's trying to convey in a message, Mm then it's a way for him to tell you that you're not meeting the mark, so you he's it. able to give it to you to where so that's where I think his 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 skill set now, mind you, I believe he's a great overseer mm-hmm. um, he's going to allow his people to do what he what they do, but the messaging from him is very clear because he shows them the vision mm-hmm. he sells them the vision and lets them become the tentacles of touching those individuals that are in their specific rooms and letting them do what they do. Now, if things get out of place, things get out of whack, somebody's not performing or somebody's not, uh, he'll take the challenge to the coach, mm-hmm. maybe convey a message to them, but will still allow them to to handle their room the way that they handle it. And if they're not getting the job done, he'll, he'll deal with it at that point. More Colorado to come on this list. We'll get into
2: that as we get closer
3: to the top, a uh,
2: couple Michigan to Iowa guys. You probably know who those are as I say that. Eric All and Cade McNamara. Eric All, I think, really fits what Iowa wants to do at the tight end position. He's going to be athletic. He can block. Pretty good, well-rounded tight end. But he's behind Luke Lachey on the depth chart, who's really good. The one I'm more interested in, Strick, is Cade McNamara, who is also on this list from ESPN. A little bit higher up. So Eric All is at 40 and Cade McNamara. Is at number twenty three again. Both coming from Michigan to Iowa. Cade McNamara to me is the best quarterback Iowa's had since Nate Stanley. CJ Beathard maybe. I think just that baseline level of taking care of the football is really all Iowa needs from him.
3: That's his, but that's his forte. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's Cade's forte. Just mm-hmm. managing the game. I mean, he's not going to do anything overly exciting. There's nothing that overwhelms you or scares you about him. No. But I think that's but he's definitely better than what they had. Mm-hmm. And but my issue is where in the OC department is there going to be some creativity mm-hmm. because their offense have been very dismal. The offense <laughs> if it wasn't for the defense for Iowa, there would be no revel mm-hmm. no revelancy for anything in their program of success because they, the defense is what saves them, and so I think Cade will give them a little bit more. But my issue now is who's going to step up in the receiving side in, on, on the receiving room. right? They've lost, you know, they lost uh, um, Keegan Johnson. They've lost, I think, Bruce now, who's one of their better receivers. Uh, but who on that team is going to step forth and 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 you know rise to the occasion? The name to watch out for there is Caleb Brown. He'll be wearing number threes from Chicago,
2: and he transfers over uh, after one year at Ohio State where he didn't play. So that would be the name I would say to watch, but he doesn't qualify for the ESPN list. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put Alan McNamara ahead of him. We have a guess in on the Sarder-Haman text line for Jeff Sims as the Nebraska player on the list. That's incorrect. I think that's where everyone's head is going to go, mm-hmm. but Jeff Sims not listed by ESPN as one of the top 50 uh, newcomers to a team. It's a different Nebraska player. So again, if you have a guess as to who that is, we'll get to that momentarily. 402-464-5685. Jumping back into that list, uh, Tanmise Adelier uh, transfers from Texas A&M to Michigan State. He was number 42 overall prospect in the 2021 class. He redshirted and then was injured last year. He's 6'4", 290. That's a big boy in the middle of the defense. Maybe they can move him out wide, um, but that's some defensive line help for Mel Tucker, Mel Tucker the crew. and mm-hmm. the crew. Another Colorado feature on this list, Cormani McClain, the number 14 uh, recruit. He's going to be playing cornerback mm-hmm. along with another guy that we'll get to later in the list. Is there a better DB coach out there, you know, than Dion Sanders? Is there a guy you would want to go to, you know, before Dion is your head coach if you're an incoming DB?
3: Well, again, it's going to be very motivational. It's going to be very technique oriented. He's not going to be able to show you, but that's why he has, who he has in in his in in his coaching room all across the board mm-hmm. for them to be able to. His whole coaching staff is going to be somebody he trusts. Mm-hmm. Is going to be somebody who can convey the message. Can 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 also motivate it with high spirit. So he's going to be able to talk to them, but he's not going to be able to show them. And that's where, you know, he's going to keep his eye and his eye probably is going to be definitely in the secondary technical wise, making sure that those guys are sound. That's where his, you know, a lot of his advantage is going to be. And that's why a lot of those recruits have come, you know, is because they want Mm -hmm. to learn from one of the best to do. it.
1: Save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app.
2: Absolutely. Uh, another guy on the defensive side uh from Coastal Carolina of all places to Michigan, Josiah Stewart, uh 6'1", 245, edge rusher, uh thirty six tackles, but ten of them for loss, three and a half sacks and five hurries uh for the Chanticleers. Clears. I actually saw him play in the oh, yeah? game. Yeah,
3: he can he could actually he could actually go. I, I, that dude? I, I yeah, he, he he was different. I mean When, when I think I, uh, which game did I see him in? I want, I want, it was, they were playing against, I think an ACC team. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct, but he looked like he was still dominating the game. Like he Mm -hmm. kept them in it. Their offense just was not very good. And so uh, I can't remember the exact game, but I can tell you, I did get a chance to see him play. And I liked, I liked what I saw to him.
2: You'll see him again uh, this year as Nebraska takes on Michigan. A few guesses rolling in on the text line. Uh, Disc Golf Jake asks if it's Billy Kemp. It is not Billy Kemp. Uh, Notorious B.I.B. B. is it that new offensive lineman? I assume you mean Ben Scott. It is not him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is also not Tristan L. You're going to be actually surprised. Very surprised. You're going to be surprised. I'll, I'll give you this. It's a freshman. So it's not just, it's not a transfer. The Nebraska player on this list is a freshman. Again, uh, we're going through the opponents Nebraska will play, and then we'll give you that name, so still some time to get your guesses. And the next guy on the list for opponents, Strick, is Tanner Mordecai, who comes from SMU to Wisconsin. Clear upgrade for Wisconsin at quarterback. Graham Mertz leaves. Likely Horrible. starter at Florida. Oh. I don't know what Billy Napier is, is doing. What are you or with there. that one? Right. But to bring Tanner Mordecai in as an experienced Quarterback I like to it. run a new system. I think it's a good. Move. I like it. I think like,
3: I, I think it's a good move. And and he was solid. I mean, he put up some good numbers down there at SMU too. Um, probably not the same same talent level that he's going to have in mm-hmm. in, in opportunities he's going to have to to do that. But I think he has a skill set that's okay, you know, for coming mm-hmm. up there. No question.
2: Disc golf, Jake. It is not Matt Rule. Good try. <laughs> it is a freshman. It is a freshman. In football player. Um, speaking of freshman football players, the guy that got on the field has one last year for Nebraska, Ernest Hausman, on this list. He's at number 17 <laughs> out of 50, according to ESPN. Uh, only a three-star prospect in 2022, uh, but finished with 54 tackles, two of them for loss, and a sack for Nebraska. That's a
3: big room up there. Like, big room. No, no, their room is... There's a lot of competition up there at that position. I mean, I think they're going to be able to use him and take advantage. And probably in some third-down situations, he's, he can run very well. He, mm-hmm. he can blitz. And um, I don't know if he schemes very well and, and reads and reacts as good as is, is probably uh, some of the other linebackers in that room that, that, that they do. Mm-hmm. But I think he's still. they're going to still be able to take advantage and use him in certain situations.
2: Another Big Ten guy in Nebraska won't see him. Uh he goes to Penn State as Dante Cephas, so we won't spend any time on him. We scroll up the list though, Strick, quite away. Uh Ladarius Henderson, he's an offensive lineman. He'll be playing at Michigan 6'5, 310. Mm. Should fit right into that road grading mm-hmm. offensive line. But then we keep scrolling up, we keep scrolling up. Strick, we get to number three and to number one. Number three is a guy you mentioned by name. Shadur Sanders. Transfer from Jackson State to Colorado, uh, ESPN 300 recruit. You mentioned that 70% completion rating, dual threat type of guy. He's got some wheels to him. He's scary. He's a legitimately good quarterback. And yeah. we've seen one guy beat Nebraska before. I'm not going to say Shader Sanders will, but I think he has the talent to do it.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. I think he just, he, I don't like I said, accuracy is something that you just can't teach. Mm -hmm. Right. If you if you haven't if you throw an accurate ball is listen, although DBs get better,
2: Mm
3: -hmm. wide receivers get better, too, when you get to the power Mm -hmm. five. Like, you know, you you probably had a good set of wide receivers, but I tell you what, there are going to be some better ones that that are also you're going to have on your roster that uh, you, you probably didn't get down to Jackson State most mm-hmm. people are, you know, I would say more so on the defensive side, they had some, some guys, couple guys, they, were, they had some small receivers that can, wheels, and, you know, guys in the slot that can get deep on you, but they weren't really outside of Hunter, which I think they might even be playing him at the wide receiver position, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. I know he can play cornerback, and they may may give him a little bit of both sides of the ball, but, you know, he's very skilled at the wide receiver position, and uh, so, yeah, I Shador is going to be someone to keep an eye
2: on. We've got about a minute left before we reveal the Husker player on the list. A couple of you on the text line have it. It is not Jaden Doss, Jesse the Plumber. Um, it is not Maverick Noonan, uh, Barney. Your other guess is correct. In action, Jackson, it is not Alvano. It is a freshman on the Nebraska football team. We'll give that to you in just a sec. But again, Strick, you said the name. The number one impact newcomer on ESPN's list is Travis Hunter, yeah. who they have listed as a cornerback slash wide receiver. Maybe he's the next Charles Woodson. Maybe he's more uh, Jabril Peppers. I don't know. But this is a dude that everybody in the country wanted. Florida State wanted, thought they had him. He goes to Jackson State. If he's playing offense, I assume you just stick Quentin Newsom on him, say, Quentin, he's your guy. You shadow him the whole way. But that Sanders-to-Hunter connection on offense – it's a huge couple weapons for Colorado to have.
3: No, no, no doubt about it. And it's one because they've developed a brotherhood, they've developed mm-hmm. a friendship, they've gotten to know each like I think the one thing that you miss about Dion's what what he does well, he connects. Mm-hmm. That young man went to Jackson State because he connected on a fatherly level with Dion. Mm-hmm with coach Sanders, it was one that you, you, if you, if you were able to kind of watch, there was a segment where he had made a mistake and, and, and Dion had went to him, spoke, just, just, just spoke life into him because of the fact that, you know, he was broke down, he was hurt by the mistake and it touched him so much that he started to cry, Mm -hmm. you know, what Dion had said to him. And Dion then began to speak to him and let him know how much he cared for him and let him know how much he loved him. And he wanted him to succeed and wanted him to win. And he hugged him. And Travis walked off but came back and hugged him with an embrace like a father. And I think that's something that's different that some coaches have and some coaches don't. Some coaches are just good coaches. You care for them. You'll run through walls for them because you just know that they're they have your best interest in heart. But then there's some that you connect with on a different level. And this is what makes this these young men go hard, I think, for Dion in, in Colorado football. I think rules get it I think rule has a way about that too. Mm-hmm. There's certain coaches that have it. Certain coaches that just coach. Mm-hmm. But certain coaches that have that thing that they can connect with other players. That'll take us through the list, and
2: if my math is correct, that's 11 players as impact newcomers in the top 49 outside of the Nebraska guy that we'll get to in just a sec. ESPN says Nebraska will play against. A lot of guys go into a lot of good programs in interesting spots, but we've kept them waiting long enough, Strick. Uh, our final Give guess uh, was from Dirty Boys, who said Gage Stinger. Um, I think you guys are giving ESPN too much credit in putting this (laughs) list together. Uh, They didn't go that deep. It is not Gage Stinger, Tristan Alvano, Mav Noonan, Jaden Doss. Ah, there you go. Yep, we have uh, Notorious B.I.B. You were the first one in on it. Uh, Jesse the Plumber, you just got it right. And then uh, 2915, also correct. Number 49 on this list, Strick. Malachi Coleman, the Lincoln East product, ranked 155th on the 2023 ESPN 300. Here's their write-up of him. Coleman is a 6'5", 200-pound receiver out of Lincoln and has a chance to be the hometown hero on this offense. He has all the tools to be a great wideout for Coach Matt Rule and will provide a big target for quarterback Jeff Sims, who is not on the list. Uh, Coleman has already received rave reviews from his coaches, and if he progresses on the path he's on, he should contribute quite a bit in the fall. I don't know if I buy it quite yet. You, you see 6'5", 200, you want to believe it. You see the track times. You want to believe it. You see the show we put on when he was healthy in high school, but that's the thing health he's banged up, uh, didn't practice the last we heard and he's raw, right? Mm -hmm. There's a reason other schools wanted him on defense. He's still got some learning to do as it comes to being a wide receiver, Mm -hmm. but Nebraska needs a young player or two to step up to me, to give them some hope for the future. If it's Malachi Coleman, that's awesome. Mm
3: -hmm. I'd have to agree with you and still has some raw, some tools, um, Route running route tree type stuff uh, reading and and mm-hmm. you know understanding technique and 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 releases and stuff like that um it's easier when you're you're physically and more imposing at the high school level, but when you get to the power five level, guys are just as strong guys are just as physical and guys technically uh mm-hmm. are gonna pick up on things that you are not able to do so you're gonna have to mask certain things as far as in your route running and stuff like that. And I, I just don't know if he's gleaning that this early in the process because it's so much to learn. I mean, that, that, just that playbook and, mm-hmm. and you, you've got class and you've got all this. you got to deal with the room. you got to deal with the OC room. You got There's a lot of stuff that's dumped on you that is not necessarily at the high school level. And so is he able to pick that up that quickly? Then you're dealing with injury? We'll see. Text line, let
2: us know who you think – The impact freshman or newcomer for Nebraska is going to be. Text line, hotline, comment section 402 464 5685. Who are you looking at to be an impact newcomer for Nebraska football this fall? We're going to switch gears strict from impact newcomers to guys who made a big impact on the NBA, the game of basketball, even the international game. Hall of Fame induction is this weekend. Four guys going in. All very deserving. We want to break down uh, their careers and their resumes. We'll do
0: that when we get back here on the block.